This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Lately, I've been hearing a lot about Ukrainian refugees coming to the United States to escape the atrocities of war. I have heard of a few families that have moved to the area that I live in. And this has got me thinking about the word refuge. Refuge is just simply a shelter from danger or distress. So, if you are a refugee, you are someone who is seeking that shelter. In Numbers chapter 35, we are told of six cities that are referred to as the cities of refuge. They are first mentioned in verse 6. Now, among the cities which you will give to the Levites, you shall appoint six cities of refuge, to which a manslayer may flee. If you now drop down to verse 9 and following, this is explained in further detail. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall appoint cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the manslayer who kills any person accidentally may flee there. They shall be cities of refuge for you from the avenger, that the manslayer may not die until he stands before the congregation in judgment. And of the cities which you give, you shall have six cities of refuge. You shall appoint three cities on this side of the Jordan, and three cities you shall appoint in the land of Canaan, which will be cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the children of Israel, for the stranger, and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills a person accidentally may flee there. Now, if you look at a map of Canaan, you will see that the land is divided by the Jordan River, with the Sea of Galilee in the northern area and the Dead Sea in the southern area. And for this reason, there were three cities of refuge on each side of the Jordan River, and they were spread out. On the west side of the river, there was Kadesh in the north, Shechem in the middle, and Hebron in the south. On the east side of the river, there was Golan in the north, Ramoth-Gilead in the middle, and Bezer in the south. And this was done by design to ensure that there was a city in your area to flee to if the need arose. Take note, though, that this was to provide protection to the person who accidentally killed another person. This is where one went if someone else was pursuing them to get vengeance or revenge. This city was not going to protect them if the person was found to have purposely killed another. Now continue reading with me in verse 16. But if he strikes him with an iron implement so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. And if he strikes him with a stone in the hand by which one could die and he does die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he strikes him with a wooden hand weapon by which one could die and he does die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. The avenger of blood himself shall put the murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall put him to death. If he pushes him out of hatred, or while lying in wait, hurls something at him so that he dies, or in enmity he strikes him with his hand so that he dies, the one who struck him shall surely be put to death. He is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. So, if one purposely killed another out of hatred, then they were to be put to death, and the avenger could be the one to do it. But now, let's move on to verse 22. These verses will deal with what happens when a person accidentally kills another person. Verse 22. However, if he pushes him suddenly without enmity, 
or throws anything at him without lying in wait, or uses a stone by which a man could die, throwing it at him without seeing him, so that he dies, while he was not his enemy or seeking his harm, then the congregation shall judge between the manslayer and the avenger of blood according to these judgments. So the congregation shall deliver the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall return him to the city of refuge where he had fled, and he shall remain there until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. Here we read that the person who accidentally killed another could be delivered from the avenger by dwelling in the city of refuge. They had to stay there, though, until the death of the high priest. There is something to notice here that is important. The person accidentally killed another, but there was still a consequence that had to be paid. That person had to live in that city of refuge. If they were a farmer that lived in the countryside and had herds and flocks, they could not go back to their farming. They had to live in the city of refuge. They still had to pay a price, even though the crime was accidental. Now, continuing with verse 26, we are told what could happen if the manslayer did, in fact, leave the city. But if the manslayer at any time goes outside the limits of the city of refuge where he fled, and the avenger of blood finds him outside the limits of his city of refuge, and the avenger of blood kills the manslayer, he shall not be guilty of blood because he should have remained in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the manslayer may return to the land of his possession. Now we see that in order to have the protection needed to stay alive, the manslayer had to live in the city of refuge. If he left that refuge, he was vulnerable to the avenger, and the avenger could kill him if they desired. As Christians today, we also have a city of refuge. It is a place where we are safe from the world and from Satan. But if we lose sight of that refuge, we will become vulnerable to the cares, burdens, distresses, and dangers of this world. Psalm 68, 62.8 tells us, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Ladies, there is only one place that we can go where we can have true refuge, and that is to God. It is wonderful to have family and friends on this earth, but they can disappoint. Our trust should be in God alone. He is the one who will protect you from the darts that Satan hurls. He is the one who will comfort you in distress. He is the one who will take you to his home when your time on earth is done. But you have to stay in the safety of God. You must be faithful in order to get the protection and comfort you desire from him. If you leave his safety, you are vulnerable to the wiles of Satan. So stay in the refuge that God provides. He should be our only refuge today and always. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and always remember to teach them diligently. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.